Good afternoon, my fellow Michiganders. Good afternoon, my fellow Americans. See, I'm back quick. You thought you got rid of me, but you did not. I just did a live a couple minutes ago, and I didn't have sound on the video. But you know me. You fall down seven, you get up eight. So I figured it out. I'm starting to be the old guy with technology. But I wanted to make sure that you all listen to this interview for the preview of tomorrow. So let me back up so you all can understand what I was talking about. Um, I have a great interview, or basically it's going to be a conversation with April Moss and I tomorrow at 6 p.m. on all my platforms. So make sure that you're setting your calendar, setting your alarm to let you know that tomorrow at 6 p.m. we will be going live on all of our platforms with a phenomenal conversation with April Moss. And she's a meteorologist and reporter with the CBS 62 Detroit. And she took a courageous stand this past weekend. I think it was last Sunday, excuse me, on a live uh, where she accused a network of medical discrimination. And that's one of the things that we're all dealing with right now. Myosha, all of this stuff has been thrown out the, the window now with the, the, the cloak of the pandemic. So now we have employers and we have hospitals and we have a lot of other places of businesses that are bringing down the hammer against the employees. And folks, you always have a choice on number one, if you want to work somewhere or not. See, that's what we're fighting for is choice, right? We are fighting for medical freedom and they cannot discriminate discriminate against us for not wanting a medical procedure. And that's what's happening right now. And it's happening in the universities. I just saw something at Western Michigan University. They're basically going to require the new and improved passports, right? The new and improved check your papers with the digital things. And they have all these rules for all these students that if you're not fully vaccinated, then you're going to have to wear the mask. And man, we can shoot down that narrative all day long with the mask and the vaccines and everything else, because there's so many unanswered questions. You know, all the all the things with the vaccines right now, you know, where is the peer reviewed medical research of the long term safety studies and efficacy studies that were done on this procedure? There isn't none. There isn't none on our children. There isn't none on pregnant women. And so for them just to start mandating all these things, it's interesting. And just to let you all know that a lot of insurance companies are not going to cover you because this is still considered experimental. So if you get injured with this thing, you're not going to be covered with your insurance company. So that's a whole different um, conversation that needs to be had here in the future because there is a lot of unanswered things. And we have an administration in the state of Michigan who is basically not ready, aim, fire. They're fire, ready, aim. And so there's no foresight with what's going on right now. And she just came on her press conference yesterday and talked about how, you know, we need to love on one, each, one another and we need to sort of support the people. And we need to answer those questions to people that are not vaccinated yet. Yeah, you do. And I have a lot of questions. But the problem is corporate media is not asking these questions and they're just sweeping underneath the rug. And so that's all we want as the people is to be transparent and tell us the truth, because I have a lot of questions. And if they want me to ask the questions, I would love to sit down and ask the questions to the, to the head doctor of the state of Michigan, Caldoun, because they need to answer these things. And the things that they're not talking about is if you've already gotten this virus naturally, which I've had, you have antibodies for it. They're finding out that natural immunity lasts longer than the, the vaccine acquired immunity. And the research is showing right now that the vaccine acquired immunity only lasts six months. Uh oh, for those of you who have gotten vaccinated in January, guess what's going to happen here in July and August? your vaccine acquired immunity is going to wear off. They're not talking about that. Why not? So these are the questions that need to be answered, especially when you have universities hammering down on the students, when you have employers handing down, hammering down on employees. These are the conversations that need to have. Yeah, they're hard. They're difficult. But we deserve the answers. 
especially when you, as an employer, are going to start mandating these things. We deserve the answer. So I'm very excited for this conversation with April tomorrow um, because she stood up. And what I want to play for you right now is she stood up and did a live on her weather forecast, and then she got fired. And before she got fired, she had this conversation with her boss. And so I'm going to play with you the recorded conversation right now for you all to listen to. I'm hoping that the audio works. Okay, so here we go. Let me try this again. Let me know in the comment section if it doesn't work again, and then I'll shut it down and I'll apologize yet again to all of you for a second time today. Okay, so here we go. Hey, Chuck. So I saw what you did on the air yesterday. Yes. <clears throat> you may get terminated for that. Are you aware of that? Yes, I am. All right, so so you're, you're okay with that then? I understand if CBS decides to let me go. I do understand that. Why would you do that? You know, basically... That's the most selfish thing I've ever seen in all in 36 years working there without even a close second. Because you don't give a crap about anybody else, you know, and, and, and like if you get terminated, which you might, and then the burden is going to place on other people, you couldn't care less. It's just all about April Moss. Well, that's not that's very, very unfortunate. I mean, I know we've had some talks, and, you know, and all of that, but I didn't know that you were that kind of person. I'm not that kind of person. You Chuck. are April. You are. You're all about April, and that's it. Here, that, here, I'm April, and here's my stance. Regardless of the burden, this is going to put on anybody else. Well, I've tried to go through all of the the direct channels. That what do you think? What do you think going on the air and getting fired is going to do? Do you think that's going to change their rules? Well, yes, it's it not just CBS, but it's a lot of organizations and corporations across the country are that are that are enforcing unfair. Un unfair standards on people. I can't believe you did that. I just can't believe it. I mean, we had, again, we had some chats offline and, you know, and some texts, you know, but, but to go on the air and, and just blatantly disregard in any protocols, you know, and, and again, place all of this burden on other people, you know, I mean, I'm going to recommend that you get terminated. I'm going to recommend that. I'm not going to stand up for you. Because that was as blatant as, 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 as anything I've ever seen. Okay, but I've I've gone through all the natural channels with HR. I've sent them documentation stating that this is against federal law. I understand law. that. I saw all that email. So do you think that going on the air and saying something and getting fired is going to change anything? Oh, I mean, what, what, what could you possibly have thought would affect that would happen other than you getting fired? I was hoping that they would understand and realize that they that that enforcing these policies on people that are against federal law is not okay. So you're going to go on there and say that and you think that they're going to say, oh, you know what? She's right. We're going to go ahead and change those now because she said it on the air. You really thought that. I was hoping there would be there would be a change. No, because not going to be. the only change is going to be, you know, on our weekend weather person. That's the only change. Okay. Thank wow. Right? Like, I got the chills right now. Because, hey, you know what it takes to do something as brave that she just did? To put yourself out there? Because that's one thing that I've learned over this past year, number one, is... 
The power of one can lead to the power of many. This experience with all of you has taught me that. If you would have told me a year ago that I would be running for governor and that we would be driving our movement forward, I would have never guessed in a million years I'd be in the position. So don't you ever think that you can't make a difference, number one. But number two, you just can't get on the train tracks, folks, and sit there because you won't get anywhere. You have to do what? You have to take the action. You have to move. Okay? You have to build the ship. You have to build the sails. You have to steer it to the direction that you want to go, but you have to take the action. And that's one thing people I really feel on social media is they're relying on Garrett and everybody else to do everything. And I can't. We need people like April. We need people like all of you to stand up and fight for what's right. And look, look what her boss said to her. I mean, that that was harsh and cruel. All for somebody standing up for what's right. It wasn't like she was pushing some kind of political agenda. She was just standing up for those very rights that has been bestowed upon each and every one of us by those very words that were written on that piece of paper, that contract, the ultimate contract. And the feedback that she got initially. However, I guarantee you this, because this is going to go viral because she's gotten interviewed by a lot of people this week. And I am fortunate enough that she's going to allow us to get on our platform and interview her and talk with her about her story. But this is going to create a ripple effect. Number one, against the garbage corporate media, which is all against us because they're all about censoring their journalists. I talk to these journalists. I can't name them right now because some of these men and women still have jobs with their networks and they're afraid to stand up because they're going to get terminated just like April did. But they are frustrated because the people above them, the corporate people that have a leftist agenda will not allow these people to get on there and tell the truth. Basically stripping away what true journalism should be, which is to give us up-to-date, accurate, and truthful information, regardless of political narrative. No matter how horrible it is, no matter how ugly it is, we deserve to know the truth, the good and bad of the truth. And they're taking that away from us, and they're controlling a narrative. That's hot garbage. And so this brave woman and the brave woman in Texas who are now standing up, allowing their voice to be heard, and allowing this ripple effect to grow is going to allow other people and other networks and other places of business to stand up and do what's right. Because what's happening right now, we still continue to fight this narrative. We have taken away the unilateral control of this governor, which has forced her to work with the legislature. The Supreme Court ruled in favor of the legislature, the Michigan Supreme Court. We're repealing that 1945 law. Um, that's going to go in front of the legislature. I'm confident that's going to get through. But I never knew in a million years the governor would weaponize the health department, which the rhinos could have stopped the nomination of Elizabeth Hertel. And they didn't. And guess what happened, which I called out is hot garbage. They masked up our babies. So that's on you, rhinos. And you know who you are. And I will call you out. I don't care if you're termed out or not in this next election cycle, because we need the right people who are going to represent us, we the people, and not the good old boy girls club up here in Lansing that you've all been part of and sitting on your fannies. That's all going to change in 2022, folks, especially if I have anything to do with it. However, now we have a weaponization of the health department, which the governor is bringing down her tyrannical orders on, which the health department now continues to bring it down on everybody else. 
And so we must stand up against that. And that's why the Unlock Michigan 2 campaign is going to be starting here mid to late August, which I can't co-chair like I did the first Unlock Michigan uh, campaign because I'm running for governor. However, I will be spearheading it and spreading it on my platforms so we the people can hammer down and make sure that no governor can weaponize the health department again to allow the legislature to work that represents we the people. That's it. But here's what's great about tomorrow is we're going to hear her story and it's going to create a ripple effect because you can already feel and see what's happening out there right now. More and more parents are standing up against their school boards, which you must get involved with your school boards. Get a group of you. Do it in a positive way. Do it in a nonviolent way. Do it in an empowered way. And how do you become empowered is you bring the science and the data with you and you don't allow your temper to get overboard, right? You do it in a constructive, positive way, but you get involved and you allow your voice to be heard because if you don't stand up and take those arrows for your kids, your kids will take those arrows. So I'm proud of every single one of you that have been standing up to the school boards, but make sure that you're doing it in a positive, nonviolent way and do it constructive and use empowerment, not force, because our governor uses force. Our movement uses power and we will continue to be a nonviolent, positive force going forward. All right. So we can continue to be that beacon of light, to be that beacon of hope for others to follow. And we will blaze that trail so big, so so wide that others that have doubted us and hated us will have to humbly follow. That's what our movement is about, folks. So continue to stand up and continue to stand up for your rights because you have every right to do so. Okay. But you have to do more than get on social media and talk because I hear a lot of talk on social media and I hear a lot of criticism on social media. Unless you're going out there and organizing things, then you don't have a right to criticize anybody. You have to take the action. You have to take the action. And we are taking lots of action this weekend because we are going on the road to several different towns and cities. So, number one, we all come in to your city, going to my hometown, Onstead, Lenaway County. We're coming there on Friday night to hold our first big fundraiser. There are still tickets for you to purchase if you're in Lenaway County and you want to come. You go to GarrettForMichigan.com, uh, go to the events, and there's going to be a section for you to RSVP and get your tickets. Then we are coming to Burton, Michigan, to the U.S. Family Restaurant on Saturday morning from 10 a.m. to 11.30. We're making our pilgrimage for, to freedom up towards Midland after that from 2.30 to 4.30 p.m. at the Creek Grill. And then we're going to the Ioska County GOP Lincoln Reagan dinner, um, ending the night there at 6 p.m., which I'll be speaking at all these events. And then on Sunday morning, we're getting up early. We're going down to Owasso, Michigan, to the Emanuel Baptist Church. Um, great day they have planned. They have the their annual spirit of 1776 on Sunday on with fireworks, and their fireworks show is going to be amazing. So if you're in Owasso on Sunday, if you want to see a great day, a reenactment that they do in the morning, and then I will be speaking right before the fireworks for 30 minutes at 8.15 p.m. Um, at Emmanuel Baptist Church, and that is outside Owasso, Corona, Michigan, or Corona, Michigan. Okay, so busy weekend. Holy cow, you can always follow us at GarrettForMichigan.com and check out what events that we're holding and where we're going to be. Um, but also tonight, I'm excited that we're having our quarter phone call with all of our, all of our monthly members. I'm excited for that. For those of you who have donated to our campaign, for those of you who have become monthly members, holy cow, do we appreciate every single one of you. It is because of all of you that our train continues to build, get bigger, get larger, and we are going to choo-choo all the way to Lansing in 504 days and take back 
this state and make sure that we the people will make Michigan great again together. Okay, so that is what's going on. Um, thanks again for everybody who has donated and continues to donate with our monthly members. And if you want to become a monthly member, again, just go to gearformichigan.com and hit the donate section. Um, there's a membership section for you to go to and become a monthly member or just donate a chunk of change, which we appreciate all donations, folks. I don't care if it's 75 cents all the way up to $7,000. We appreciate every single dime, nickel, quarter that you donate to We the People's campaign and We the People's run for governor, okay? So tune in tomorrow, 6 p.m. with April Moss and understand and know that you all can make a difference. You just have to stand up and you stand up and our cause is just and understand and realize that. And when you have that power behind you, magic can happen. And it's unbelievable what you can accomplish. And that's one thing all of you have taught me over this past year is when we get a group of people that are like-minded, that are passionate, that have a lot of heart, a lot of soul, and we point you all in a direction towards a goal, towards a vision, you all are unbelievable. And you all are powerful beyond measure. So I want to reflect back. Look what we were able to accomplish this past year. And that was our rookie year. You imagine what we can do with one term in the governor's office? Do you imagine what we can do with two terms? We will change this state and we will be that beacon of light because it will trickle over and our ripple effect will spread to other states to take not only our state back, but set the table to take our country back in 2024 and start to get back to the basics. And that's that contract, just that little contract called the Constitution, because we have wandered, wandered far away from her and what she stands for for over 150 years, what I'm learning now. So it's not going to be an overnight fix. It's going to take time to make sure that our republic stands tall. But we have to start now and we have to secure our republic. So it is here for our kids and it is there for our grandkids. But we have to have all of us stand up now to make sure that happens because we are one election cycle away from losing our republic. We are not a democracy. We are a republic. And that's what we have to teach in schools, folks, because it's a lost, lost art, right? And it's losing because they're not teaching it. So that's for another conversation for another day. But tomorrow, 6 p.m., me and April Moss, six on our lives. And then huge, huge journey this weekend all the way through the northeast part of Michigan. And if we haven't come to your town and city, we'll be there. We got a year and a half, folks. 504 days, never, ever forget. God bless you. God bless the state of Michigan and God bless these United States. I'll talk